It is Simpsons time. Do you like this holiday music that I have to be talking over during today's Simpsons time? I knew you would like it. It's so festive. Hill Street Blues is as festive as you can get. Um, The show I'm going to talk about is Miracle on Evergreen Terrace, written just very, very ably by Ron Hoagie, uh, directed by Bob Anderson, um, and it was the Christmas episode in season nine, uh, after which they started to do Christmas episodes, like, almost every year. Some of them were great, some of them were sub-great, uh, but especially in recent years there have been some really really outstanding ones um and i should mention that this week at simpsons club at the nighthawk um one of the ones screened was the one from last year which i had not seen before and dude it was it was quite amazing with the uh, christmas credit sequence and um a little button at the end of Jesus and God fighting with each other over Christmas presents. And um, a lot of funny Mo stuff of, uh, you know, Mo being depressed at Christmas time. I urge you to check that one out. That's not the one that I'm going to be talking about, of course, but um, I just like to state that in my opinion, these recent... Um, holiday ones have been just getting great um and I also should mention that I'm very thankful this year for Simpsons Club and Simpsons Trivia and you know all these Simpsons related social things that one can do in the New York City area it's a it's a very cool thing and I cherish the people that I've met through that um I'm going to say, um, again, um, Miracle on Evergreen Terrace starts in quite innocuous way that I tend to love in these holiday episodes. Uh, Bart versus Thanksgiving is a great standout one, but even the very first, you know, Simpsons Christmas special has a little bit of this with, um, everyone in the family being together and doing various kind of hokey, charming, holiday, traditional things that that people do at Christmas or at Thanksgiving. Um, 
in this episode we see the cookies that Marge has baked and you know she iced Bart's cookies to look like bloody spearheads um, instead of Christmas trees we see a little thing of Homer hanging the Christmas lights on the on the roof and not doing a good job and Bart saying it's, it's craptacular uh, and the whole thing of Bart like really wanting to open the presents and everyone wanting to open the presents right away even though it's only Christmas Eve I think that's wonderfully paced you know it's just a little slower than a regular show and that's the pace of the holidays that's you know how it should be when you're all together and doing lazy holiday stuff uh, Marge says for once they're going to celebrate Christmas as a family uh, and she has a basket full of everyone's alarm clocks so that nobody can wake up early and ruin it by uh, opening their presents early. And of course Bart ruins it and he ruins it very spectacularly because he actually in the wee hours of the morning burns down the Christmas tree and he has to hide his wrongdoing by burying the melted plastic Christmas tree in snow uh, and then lying about it. He lies that a burglar came Grinch style, although Grinch, the word Grinch is never mentioned, um, and stole everything and stole the tree, though he didn't steal anything else in the house. And conveniently, nothing else in the house burned. <laughs> um, but I guess that's, we suspend our disbelief because there was a whole little thing in the beginning of Marge saying how much she likes having a plastic tree. And so everyone except Bart thinks that the Simpsons were robbed at Christmas and this was terrible. And it results in Homer being like as angry as he ever gets and really hilariously so. He like having Christmas taken away from him is like the worst thing you can do to Homer. And he gets drunk and he has this like um sort of sad, drunken exchange with Moe and Barney at the bar and uh, like he angrily wipes his feet on the doormat. Like there's all these things that he does angrily in this one that I really appreciate. While Homer's at the bar, he sees on TV that uh, there is a news story being done by Kent Brockman about the Christmas burglar that doesn't exist. Uh, and as a result of this, later on, the entire town gives the Simpsons a bunch of money. And I love that set piece of, uh, no, not set piece, that, that ensemble cast thing where everyone is in the Simpsons house giving money because you see different people giving different things. The sea captain gives a live fish <laughs> and drops it into the cash box. Um, Apu, of course, is tasked with uh, adding up all the money. And, um, Mo comes in and he says he's giving them the tip jar from Mo's Tavern. And when he holds up the little coffee can, it says March of Dimes on it. Uh, and there's other things, too, that happen. Um, and so it's great. All of the money totals more than $15,000. And uh, 
the family are encouraged to go out and spend on something extravagant, you know, because they've had such a hard Christmas, they deserve it. So they buy a new car um, that immediately uh, skids on the ice and then breaks through the ice into a lake and explodes underwater. <laughs> and I guess we can ins assume that they did not buy insurance for it. So that's where their $15,000 of charity went. Before I forget, I love, love Homer singing the wrong words to Here Comes Santa Claus. I think that's the biggest laugh in the whole show for me. I remember seeing it live in 1997, and th that definitely killed me. Um, the one moment where everyone is happy <laughs> driving their new car back behind uh, Barney's plow, and then, you know, it's significant. They have to pass Barney if they had just driven along right behind him. The car would not have crashed, but oh well. So it sucks. Their car is ruined. They have no money again. They have no Christmas again. But... Bart shows that he is a good boy underneath it all, and he uh, confesses that there was no burglar. And at that moment, the family are confronted with, or confronted by Kent Brockman, again, with a follow-up story. And they all lie. They all have really funny little toothy smirks. And that when they come to the door the second time for the following, the follow up, because they, um, they all know <laughs> that it's all a sham. Um, and immediately, I think because the, uh, the bright lights of the, you know, like the, the TV broadcast uh, melt the snow around the ruined Christmas tree. It's all captured on TV that the Christmas tree is there after all and there was no burglar and Bart sabotaged his own Christmas. Or so they think. He really didn't do it on purpose, but of course everyone is very deeply skeptical of that and hates the Simpsons and wants their money back and they don't have the money um, eh, resulting in the one surreal like extremely surreal moment of the show Marge has to go on Jeopardy to win back the money and she instead loses $5,200 and it's revealed Alex Trebek guest stars and it is revealed by him that if you are down in Jeopardy you have to pay Jeopardy the money Uh, and so they run, they drive away from Jeopardy, the Jeopardy set, back to Springfield. During that drive, Marge says the wonderful Marge line, 
there's no shame in being a pariah. Um, and uh, when they come back, they find out that the town does not hate them anymore. And the reason why they don't hate them anymore is because they are busy ransacking their house and taking all of the Simpsons' stuff. There's a cute little deleted scene in which Mole Man is seen with like a uh, either oven or washing machine on his back and he's like carrying it out. Um, and they take everything. Like there's one person is taking each item that the Simpsons own and there's like a little parade of them. Krusty raids the medicine cabinet. Alex Trebek is there and he takes some stuff. Etc. And uh, then they consider the debt repaid and everything is fine except that the Simpsons have nothing uh, except one washcloth and that is how it ends. And it is a very good Christmas show. In my opinion. Just a couple things that I didn't mention yet and then we'll get back to the music and the rest of the non-Simpsons related programming of the show. Um, I really love that Lou, when he appears with Chief Wiggum to take the initial police report, is wearing a tie with Christmas trees on it. Um, because this is, of course, Christmas morning that the cops are showing up. Um, I like the design of Patches and Poor Violet, the two orphans that give Bart the ragged dollar. That is the debut of them. And Poor Violet is coughing just a little bit in, in this show, but when she's seen the next time, she has like a hacking cough. I also think Poor Violet is a good uh, forum screen name for anyone. I guess more for a woman, but, you know, for anyone. Um, and one of my favorite Mo lines is in this. When he says, you know what I blame this on the breakdown of? Society. I think that that's great. I absolutely love that. Um... And, uh, yeah, the, the whole thing where, um, where Bart drinks the 12 glasses of water and has the dream about peeing, or, you know, about, like, all these subliminal things are happening in his dream, suggesting that he will need to pee, and that's how he beats the clocks and, you know, wakes up before everyone. I think that's pretty clever, and I like the way that looks, the dream sequence. Uh, although there's there's been many more before this that have the sort of half color, like some things are colored and some things aren't. Um, uh, <laughs> I like Bart attacking his nightstand uh, right before he goes to bed too. <laughs> I prom God, I promise that I won't do anything, you know, if if you get me lots of good stuff, I won't do anything bad between now and when I wake up. And then he bumps his funny bone on the nightstand and he goes, I kill you! <laughs> and attacks it.
What else? What else is there? I'm sure if I look at the Accu playlist now, everyone is reporting what they like best. No, not one person has reported anything about this episode that they like. Maybe nobody likes it except for me. I hope not. Uh, hmm. I feel like I'm missing one other thing that I found really funny in this. But it'll have to, it'll have to just go by. When it comes through the debigulator, there will be plenty of comments and people will say plenty about it, I am sure. For now, this has been Simpsons Time, and I've been Amanda Nazario talking to you about The Simpsons, and I hope you have a wonderful holiday. Bob Wills, concluding today's episode of Simpsons Time Through the Debigulator, a Simpsons Time taken from the last holiday show I ever did, which was almost two years ago on Nazario Scenario. I hope you enjoyed it. Maybe we will never know what was the last thing that I found so funny about this particular episode because I have not been able to hit upon it. Not that I've gone back and watched it several times more since then or anything. Please, if you haven't yet, you can go ahead and look at uh, the playlists for all of these Simpsons Time podcasts by going to wfmu.org slash playlists slash sy. Have a great holiday, no matter what holiday you're celebrating. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.